Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Actors Endurance, your number one podcast for the resilient artists. Now, today, we're going to give you something that you definitely need. Marlon, what are we talking about today? Resumes. Resume. You got them. You know what to do with them. Resumes so that you can resume your career. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> Y'all see how we flipped that? Come on. <laughs> That was her brainchild. That was her brainchild. Yeah, I just, (laughs) I creatively stole it, but, you know, we're a team, so I borrowed it without permission. All right. So like Marlon said, we're talking about resumes. So let's resume this podcast and give y'all the information that you know you need. Now, mostly this is for for beginning actors. However, there are some veterans out there that might not know, or maybe you don't know what you don't know, so you're doing it wrong. So today, we're going to give you all the information that we can about resumes. You're listening to Actors Endurance, a podcast that inspires actors to never give up on their passion and find ways to continue to grow within the entertainment industry. My name is Shanette Wilson, and I'm an actress. And my co-host is Marlon Hargrave, and he is a teaching artist. And together, we are Actors Endurance. All right, all right. So what is a resume and how do you format it? Well, here you go. Here's some examples. So first we pulled this, you know, this is a sample resume, not a real resume. However, this is the format that you need in order to make it look professional, industry standard. So uh, you want to take it from here, Marlon, and and break it down so it it can forever be broke. Well, that from y'all. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So as you can see, the name is huge across the top, normally centered, and then there's following information under it. Um, so Shanette and I were actually talking about what's to go first, second, third, fourth. Um, I believe that to a degree, it depends on what you're really going for, but also it depends on what the trend is. So television rules put your television commercial uh, credits first, rather, then film, then theater. Someone like me, I'm more of a theater guy. So I put my theater first. But if I'm going for film, I do put uh, television first because it is popular. Or if I'm just doing movies and I only want to do movies, then I'll put my film credits first. So uh, these are variations. Trends happen all the times, guys. So you have to kind of be up on what the newer trend is and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, although there are trends that happen, there is still one set way that you cannot go wrong across the board. So uh, if you look here, you want to put your name, uh, your name should be big. Um, it can be centered, but for this case, we'll just say big centered. And then it goes down to your age. Now you don't have to put your actual age, but you want to put your age range just so that we know, you know, they know which category you fit in. Um, you definitely want to put your height, um, your weight, your email, union or non-union. Um, so if you're non-union, you don't put anything. If you're SAG, you want to put SAG after. If you're SAG eligible, you put SAG E. So just S A G dash E. 
And then um, if you're if you are represented, put your agency information. So they have all of that. So if they want to roll, book you for a role and you have an agent, they'll contact the agent instead of contacting you so they can get all the paperwork and negotiations and everything out of the way. And then, as Marlon said, uh, whatever you are going for, if you're just, a, I'll say, a, a general actor where you pretty much do everything, then, yeah, you want to use this format. Otherwise, like you said, if you're doing film, then, you know, you'll just rearrange it. Uh, so you'll have your television and then your film, and then your theater. And then after that, uh, you can put commercial. Um, me and him kind of have a slightly difference of opinion. I don't put commercial on my resume. However, Marlon, what do you feel about commercial? How do you feel about it? Um, well, after talking, I kind of thought about it. And, and again, this is a trend. It, it wasn't such a bad thing back in the day, but nowadays it, it probably is because brand representation is extremely important. And you had a valid point that if you do cigarette ads and all of that, when it's time to um, maybe do something for Disney and they see that commercial and they know that you're in there, you may not, uh, you may lose that because of the image. Um, if you're a commercial actor, uh, we'll have to get back on that because if you only want to do commercials, then of course, but do know that once you are connected to a brand, you know, you you almost kind of represent the brand. So be careful with commercials. And actually, uh, before we go with Jeanette's uh, version, which is very important, I want to go back up to the top of that resume. Do not lie about your height and your weight. They're doing this because if they have to fit you, they need to order your wardrobe. So when you get there, everything fits. Don't lie. Or if you have fluctuations in your weight, whatever is on your resume is what they expect to have you come in. So if your weight fluctuates, you got to go back in there and change that resume. Yes, or put a range. If you yes. know you're between 130 and 160, put 130 to 160. Be honest as possible. So therefore, yes. they can contact you to see where you're at at that moment in time. And um, yeah, commercials, they're a little touchy. I wouldn't suggest you putting them on there until someone asks you about them. Then yeah, the, you know, then you can uh, be upfront and uh, and honest about it. And then after the commercials, then you want to put all your training, all the classes that you've attended, uh, if you've gone to school, and then also uh, at the very end, the last thing that should be on your resume are your special skills. Now I want to take a quick moment to say that this episode is brought to you by ActorsEndurance.com, where we provide all of your needs for the resilient artists to keep y'all in the game, y'all. All right, all right. So uh, next, we're going to go into, let me show you another resume. Now, I feel like this resume here with James Dean, it's a little more traditional, standard. You cannot go wrong with this resume. No one to say anything to you if your resume is formatted exactly like this. Now, we have this resume, which I would feel is more upgraded, more new, and, you know, has a little bit of appeal to it, I'll say. Because look it. She has her picture on there. Uh, now, again, this is a sample acting resume. Um, I don't know who this person is. So it has her uh, picture up there. Now, on the back of the resume is always your photo, your, your main number one photo. Typically, it's your theatrical shot. On the back of the resume, if you do put a picture, put a contrasting shot. So if you're smiling on the first one, on your actual headshot, then on the back where your resume is, don't have a smile or vice versa. 
So just make sure you have contrasting shots. All the information is still the same. You see her name is up there. It's big right next to it is all her information, her representation, her email or her contact info. And then on that other line, you'll see her uh, height, weight, and all those, uh, um, what do you call that? Her, uh, you know, her basically who she is as far as like her height weight that y'all know what i'm talking about don't <laughs> anyway moving on <laughs> and notice that she uh she put film and television together again these are options um and i guess with that if you look at the categories if you can see them one is hbo one is 20th century fox cbs netflix original a uh, couple of netflix originals so you can, you know, there are slight variations, but basically it sits in an order where you're showing what you want to be shown first. Um, and, and, you know, we're going to move into the next section of it, but you, I, I don't know if you should go with more recent credits or bigger credits, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, well, let's just dive, dive right into, in. I would say... Right. Um, to group your film and television together, I wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't say that it's necessarily wrong. However, since she seems to have quite a bit of credits, I would say that she could definitely, in my opinion, if uh, I would switch the resume and separate the film and uh, and television credits. I'm not sure why it's uh, actually um, uh, grouped like that, but I would separate them because she has a, a good amount of credits to show. Now, when you do actually format your resume, you see the, the, the categories. Now, right under that, um, on the very left-hand side, you want to put the role that you were booked for. So it's the role that you were booked for. In the middle is the name of that role. And on the far right or left, I don't know, it's right on my <laughs> way. <laughs> so all the way on the uh, on the end, you want to put either um, the producer or the director. It kind of depends. Um, but you want to put, you know, one of those on there. Uh, typically, you usually want to put the director, but you could also put the producer. It just depends on 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 what it is. If the if the producer is more well known, I would say put the producer. If the director yep. new and uh, yeah, you because listen, y'all, we're not gonna sugarcoat this for you. We know this is Hollywood, okay? And in Hollywood, it's all about who you know, what you did, who you are. It's all about that. So listen, make yourself look as good as possible, okay? Without lying, because that's what we don't do that. We don't do that's that. That's right. <laughs> and this sample acting resume is brought to you again by Actors Endurance. Hey. Check it out. We have every Sunday, at least for right now, every Sunday, uh, we have a free script analysis class, so check us out on Sunday, Zoom, hit the website and get the link, and we'll see you on Sunday. Yes, we teach you how to break it down. Yes, between 1 and 2 Eastern Standard Time. All right. All right. Jumping All back right. into this episode. Yes, yes. So uh, so when you're doing your, your, um, all your credits for film, television, um, when it comes down to theater, you want to put the name of the play, the role, and then you also want to put the, um, typically you'll put like either director or the venue that the play was at. It just depends. Yes. What do you, what do you, how do you feel about um, that? I do the venue 
Well, I, I do the drug because um, unless you're like a George C. Wolf or someone really big, uh, uh, directors aren't very well known in the theater world because it's, the, the theater world is about the actor, really. The director, as far as the world, that's more more on the film side, actually, and, and kind of branching over into TV. So uh, unless it's a big name, go with the, I would much rather say the Lincoln Center or the Kennedy Center than, you know, uh, a particular director. Uh, so, yes, that's a very good point. Yes, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. People, go with the bigger name. Make yourself look good. Make yourself stand out so they know you're doing things. So then the more you're doing, the more you will continue to do. And uh, moving on next to the next section. Now, the next section is training. You want to list all the training that you have gotten now. You can list all the training, but if you've taken 50 classes, don't put 50 classes on that resume. Don't do that. Don't. That's a no-no. Don't don't do that, right, Marlon? Mm -mm. Yes. No. And yes. if you haven't studied with Marlon, you need to go ahead and uh, contact him, actorsendorance.com, book a yep. session so you can take some classes and get that good proper training so you can get to working. I'm just saying. Yes. Throw him on a resume up at the top, <laughs> the tippy tippy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. Yeah, with the training, you really um, you do want to go with the biggest name that you can, but. Uh, so mine is, uh, I came from the Playmakers, which was in uh, Kelsey Colley Playmakers in D.C. as a child. And then I went to AMDA, and then I studied with Bob Krakauer, who's a, a very well-known acting coach uh, in the United States. Those are my only three, and I've studied with a lot of different people. But what I'm showing is uh, being in there as a child, then uh, actually going to get formal training from a conservatory and then showing that I continue to train after the conservatory. So yeah. keep it simple. And, and to be honest with you, you're not going to have that much room for no more than three or four anyway when you're stacking your special skills, when you're stacking all of your other information. And if you've worked a lot, you know, um, uh, if you've worked a lot, Again, go with your biggest name. Go with the biggest things that you did first. You don't necessarily have to put a date on them. But if you're 40, don't go back to high school. You know, bring it up a little bit more in the current. But um, I do know that a lot of people have so many credits. So as you can see right here, um, I think it's about six or seven that are listed. That's about as much as you're going to be able to get per category without running out of room. And you do not use two papers. It's not like a, a regular job, it's one, it's a one sheet. So you have to uh, have discretion. If you have that much, you have to use discretion about what you put up there and what's going to represent you, um, you know, the best. Exactly. And what can, what can be seen as well. Uh, if you have it, if you have a reel, then everything on your resume should be on your reel. That is so for the most part. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, definitely. And then also you want to put your most current. So from top to bottom, you want to put your most current and go from there. You don't want the, the latest thing that you've done to be on the bottom. That should always be on the top, whether that's your training your um, or the jobs that you've booked through theater, film or television. You always want to put those at the very top. Um, and then your special skills. Now, y'all, you know, we love y'all, right? So with the special skills, that's a whole nother topic. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a whole episode on special skills. 
But while we're here, we'll just break it down. And with your special skills, those are the skills that uh, the things that you can do currently well. Um, for example, I was in the military, so I'll have uh, military training. Um, I'll put my rank so that they know that I was an E5 sergeant so that they know I have, uh, you know, e extensive um, skills and knowledge through the military. Not only that, I have weapons training. I can do cadence calling. I can march. Uh, so things like that. So you also you definitely want to have those special skills. Um, what else? Uh, we were talking, you have a, a driver's license. Uh, not everyone has a driver's license. Um, what else? Uh, a passport. That's very important. So they don't have to keep looking everywhere. It's not necessarily a special skill, but it's not something that you want someone looking around for just to, you know, have to contact you to find out if that's something that you have. If you have any martial arts training and be specific about your martial arts training, because uh, there's a that can, you know, there's a variety of different trainings that you can have. And um, yeah, so you want to have uh, things like that. Um, what else? But yeah, also, uh, oh, my, sorry about that. Uh, with the special skills, also uh, do things that you can currently do. Like, you know, if you're 40, and you're trying to say that, that you can still play basketball like a 20-year-old, that may not be the case, you know? So um, if you've had skills that have deteriorated, you need to actually have them be good enough to use professionally. So in your special skills, um, you have to do it well enough so that if they need it, you can be convincing. So if you kind of just started something, it's not a skill yet, if that exactly. makes sense. Exactly. And that's Especially. why, y'all, yeah, you got to stay ready to get ready. So if if you say and you can do those these things and you need to start continue to do them on the weekends and holidays and, and, and things like that. Like I have a motorcycle on mine. I can still ride a motorcycle. I got my helmet and all that, got the gear, I'm ready to go. So you guys make sure that if you put it down, you can do it. Um and then now for my beginners, if you don't have a resume, if you don't have credits. Make sure that you don't have to put any kind of credits on there, but make sure when you put your resume down, you have everything at the top with your, um, you can have a headshot if you want one, but your name, all of your information. And then where does it go to? If you don't have any, any kind of um, uh, jobs that you've booked, it goes right to your training. A lot of people have booked jobs with no actual jobs before. They had no jobs, but they had the proper training. So you start with training and then you go with special skills. That's your entire resume. So you would get rid of that film and television and theater. It just goes, you, training, special skills. That's it. And trust me, that's enough. Everyone starts somewhere. So you guys make sure that, you know, you. what is wrong with you? Okay. Yeah. Now, listen, make sure that you, uh, you know, make sure you're doing your, uh, you know, you have it properly formatted and yeah, and all of that good stuff. Yeah. No, I think Yeah, we love Zoom, but sometimes it just, I don't know. I swear I hear boom! Jesus. Y'all know what time it is? That what Adam. time is it? <laughs> what time Adam is time. it? <laughs> Adam time. This is your acting tip of the moment. Oh, the ATOM, baby. <laughs> Since we're talking about resumes, uh, <laughs> my acting tip is be truthful. <gasps> be truthful. Be truthful. You can get caught nowadays. Back in the day, 
probably get away with it here and there, but yes. um, be truthful all the way. And you'll be surprised at how far that is. Because if you get caught lying, you know, this business is pretty small. You may think that it's big, but if you get a name of being a liar or an, an undependable or anything like that, um, or if they go around and they may mess around and know the people that you say you work for, they'll go back to them. Or even better, they worked on the show. <laughs> yeah, they actually worked on the show. Now, that would be that. horrible. I've seen that, yeah. They worked yeah. On it. The person worked on the show. The other person put it on their resume. It was like, wait a minute, you were not. Yep. All they got to do is check their call sheet. <laughs> yep, yep. No and I'll tell you, people get caught all the time. Well, they used to get caught all the time. But when you get caught, you I won't say you're blackballed, but yeah, yeah. Uh, who, depending on who you get caught by, you get caught by somebody big, you you just pick another career probably. Yeah, because so, people can't trust you, you know? It's like, yeah. just do what you have to do to earn these uh, credits on your resume. Do what you need oh. to do to earn it. Yeah, and remember, y'all, background work is not something that goes on your resume. So just no. make sure you don't put, uh, you know, don't put the background on there. If you don't have any, if you get booked for a job and you have no lines, uh yeah you can't put it on yeah. your resume you just you know <laughs> yeah. do not actually uh yeah you do you have that ready you can show that that's acting tip too shoot should have um, made that the acting tip of the moment yeah this is oh. acting tip of the moment 2.0 right there there you go do not put background work on your resume who were you you you're listing your credits who were you guy standing at bar no you can't no yeah Don't i was sally i was walking down the street <laughs> yeah I, you probably won't even get a name You're like <laughs> I, i've seen people make up names for actors oh i think he looks like a ted and i know man no no, yeah, don't no, do that. I don't care if you were walking down the street, if you were the one uh, making the coffee, if you were the fighter in the movie, if you doing some kind of stunts, and that's still you. You don't have any lines. You, that's the. Yeah. You, you don't have any lines. So um, there is one small exception. What was it? What was the exception, Marlon? What was the small exception? Uh. Well, the small exception that I can think of is one of those uh, the the shows that do reenactments. Yeah, and reenactments uh, shows. Yes, yeah. reenactments. So um, you sometimes they don't give you lines, but you kind of speak, and you can be heard speaking, and you can in between the narration. So do not do not put the narration. You know, as far as your reel is concerned, but pull out your lines that you spoke during that. And uh, it does it does count because you did play a principal character. Yes, Was and that that's the, the biggest difference. Yeah, when you when you uh, get that call sheet and when it breaks down, that's how you that's how you know. So, yeah, this is absolutely say. the role you booked is the role name on the call sheet. So. Look at Jane Doe was a barber and she was working on a project called The Yard. Yep. Okay. Now we got John Doe. He was a background actor. He was probably just sitting in the chair or, you know, he was on the yard too. But then Jack Doe, he, you know, his name was Malik Young. He definitely was in that project with speaking lines. And so you guys just, I know you want to have credits, but listen, if you train hard and, you know, you're a good actor and you're doing all your due diligence and, you know, out there networking and, and, and doing what you got to do, you'll get there. So just don't lie. 
And we bring you to the quote of the day. So y'all, yeah, the quote of the day, the quote of the day. So today we have, I mean, this dude is an amazing actor. Everybody knows who he is. All I got to do oh, is- Oh, thank you. Yeah, everybody Thank you. I didn't know I was doing a quote of the day. Oh, it's not me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we, I don't think we can say your quotes. We try to make it for kids, so there's no cussing on this channel. Oh, yeah, well. that bleep. There you go. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. So Johnny Depp says, with any part you play, there is a certain amount of yourself in it. There has to be. Otherwise, it's just not acting. It's lying. Lies, lies, lies. Yes, yes. all lies. All lies. <laughs> so, y'all, with any part you play, there is a certain amount of yourself in it. There has to be. Otherwise, it's not acting. It's just lying. So with that being said, don't lie in your resume. Definitely don't lie in your acting. Yeah. And um, again, this episode was brought to you by actorsendurance.com, your number one podcast for the resilient artists. Make sure you guys check out the website. Check out our merch. We got the flyest merch for actors and artists. Hey, show your chest and your muscles. Go on ahead. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> hey, there it is. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you for joining us and we will see you on the next one. Peace.